Welcome to Conversations with Grace, the podcast, the place where we delve into the processes and strategies that these entrepreneurs use to manifest success. You will get inspiration from these individuals who found their life purpose. What could be better than living your passion? Have a listen as they talk about their journey. I have a special guest today and her name is Renee Hasseldine and she's the CEO of Share Your Passion and she's going to be telling you all about that. So can you just go back a little bit in time and tell us about how this journey all started for you, how you got into this business of helping businesses? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Grace. Thanks for having me. Uh, So, gosh, well, it started, my own business journey started about 19 years ago. So um, I've been running my own business for almost two decades and it kind of started, well, I guess I kind of have to go back even further because I was, (laughs) I did accounting finance at Melbourne Uni and I got into the corporate world and I was doing the whole corporate thing, you know, ticking all the boxes thinking, well, I should do this and I should do that. And and then I actually kind of hit rock bottom because I realised I was kicking all the goals, but I wasn't actually feeling the love. I wasn't, it didn't light me up. So I'd bought the house, I bought the car, I had a job title, I had the salary, you know, the mahogany desk with views overlooking the MCG, like, you know, all these things that I thought were going to make me happy and they didn't. And so I had this kind of awakening, um, this, well, you know, I need to have more meaning in my life. And so I left the corporate world and I started my own consulting business. And it has, whilst it has evolved over the years, you know, I'm still running that consulting business 19 years later. So yeah, that's kind of how I got into what I do. It was basically a, it was probably what you could say a life or death situation. I had to leave for my own, for the sake of my own life. Yeah. Sanity too. Sanity. Yeah. Sanity in life. Yeah. Pretty much. So yeah. And, and now I do what I do. I mean, and that's kind of, you know, the reason behind, you know, my business is called Share Your Passion. And that's because I firmly believe that the work we do should be driven by our passion and our love. Like if there's no purpose and passion in it, why bother? Like, what is the point? If I'm going to be spending time away from my gorgeous kids and my husband, then it better be for a really good reason. Yes. And, and so that's, you know, what I love about my work is that I only do work that I love and I work with people who are experts at what they do, who are passionate about what they do to help them monetize that so that they only have to do the stuff that they love as well. It does come from that big awakening I had two decades ago um, and I just don't want anyone else to feel that horrible feeling that I had. Yeah, so you're spreading love and, and paying it forward and teaching other people to get that freedom as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, what is it specifically that you do? Tell us all about it. Yeah, so my had a quick look at the website (laughs) and watched a little video here and there, but that's about it. So, tell me all about it. Yeah, so my particular um, flavor, my zone of genius, is visual models. So, I am totally turned on by taking what is in someone's brain, which is, you know, you know, so you ask someone, what do you do? And they're like, oh, and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and it's like this verbal diarrhea. I like to take that verbal diarrhea and turn it into some sexy visual models. So essentially we're turn- I've got a four model system. So we take all the knowledge out of someone's brain. We organize it into four different pictures. And then we use those pictures to weave and tell a story, which helps experts then to sell what they do, market what they do, to onboard team members in their business to do what they do. It feeds into every area of someone's business as they want to scale and expand it. And it just means that we don't die with the music in our heads. 
And I love that. I just love what you're saying because I'm very visual as well. Yep. If you could see my office right now, I have got an easel there with butcher paper because I have to write. There's too many things in my head. So I have to, you know, do some mind mapping. I've got my vision board. I've got all my podcasts, you know, set out and everything. So it's a great thing to do so that you can see and plan out and schedule and organize your life. It's great, mm. isn't it? So how do you specifically help businesses? Do you go out to their businesses or do you do this all online? How does it work? Well, in times of coronavirus, we're all <laughs> online. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And the majority of my business, you know, full disclosure, the majority of my business was online before it had to be. However, I was still doing, you know, what I call my extraction days where I actually work with an expert and we together take everything out of their brain and turn them into those four pictures. They ideally are done face to face because we get post-it notes out and we're putting things all over the wall and, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) it's a hands-on full body experience, right? And so, you know, I've had to adjust and find ways to do that effectively in Zoom. And, you know, we've had plenty of clients coming through the last few months doing the extraction days via Zoom and I'm refining my ways and finding new tools that are replacing my post-it notes. (laughs) So, you know, it's... We do what we can with what we've got, right? And we evolve. And, yeah. um, and and clients are really still thrilled, and they're still getting the outcomes. The only the only um, I think downside to me is it's not as much fun. I think I do love that feeling of being in the room with someone and just creating magic. That is, it does drive me. It does feel fun, and and we still get the same outcome. But um, it's the the kind of the fun along the way, you know, if we're grabbing coffees together and post-it noting and having a bit of a dance and getting doing high fives and you know, there's that kind of. Um, experience I think of working together in the same room that that's a little bit different but apart from that the actual process and the outcome is the same now that we're doing it all online so yeah follow me on Instagram at grace underscore Chevelle I guess you would you find that you might get to see more people now online you know adverse to what you were doing before because you may have had to travel more to get to those people, like scheduling time, would you say? I mean, I went from, I was doing four national tours a year up until May 2019. So, um, yeah, I was seeing a lot of people then, but that, but I stopped, that's like a year ago now since I stopped those tours. So, but I've had a year of, you know, transitioning into doing more stuff online and less traveling. So, yeah, I'd say I'm probably seeing a similar amount of people, although, you know, our sales actually in the last two months have gone up. So we're kind of in the very privileged position where for some reason the current situation is playing to our advantage. So I've got hypotheses about that, but I don't really know, you know, why <laughs> we're the lucky ones. You know, there's, there's been a bit of confronting my own privilege, Grace. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I do feel very, very lucky and grateful for the position that I'm in in my business and that my family's in at the moment. Um, we are luck- we are some of the lucky ones. And, and I am also, I also acknowledge that not everybody is in the same boat as us. And so, yeah. you know, there's, there's that needing to be compassionate, I think too. Right. Yeah. 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 I suppose going back to your clients too, you, you would probably spend the same amount of time with them that you would normally if you yes. were with them personally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They still get the same amount of me and the same, (laughs) although I probably make, I am a little bit more accessible in some ways because yeah, I am spending less time traveling to and from clients and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's probably a little bit of that. What sort of feedback have you got from them? Oh, wow. An example, just one. I know there'll be thousands, but (laughs) 
I had to ask actually. So Wednesday, I ran a um, an extraction day with a boutique marketing agency, and there were three people from their team in the room uh, on in the Zoom room. Uh, and so we were we were we spent seven hours in the Zoom room together on Wednesday extracting their four models. It was an epic day, great outcome. And then one of the three people sent me. Well, they all, they all actually sent me an email after that, you know, saying how fabulous it was. But one of them said something, it was AFGW. It was an acronym I've never come across before. And I, I spent a while, I Googled it. I'm like, what is AFGW? What is AFGW? Racking my brain. What is this? And I couldn't work it out. So I had to actually write back to him and say, thanks for the awesome, the awesome feedback. But can you please tell me what AFGW is? And he said, an effing great workshop. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is the And he great. also said something like, I've never been in a workshop for seven hours. It felt like four hours. This is going to help us to fly. Like, yes. And that's the thing is once people have, it's so hard for people to understand how powerful creating this intellectual property is until you've actually done it. Because once it's done, you realize, oh, this is going to transform the whole business. Everything is going to be streamlined. We're going to work smarter, not harder. We're going to make more money, work less. Everyone just realizes once they've done it, they're just like, oh, penny drops. Holy moly. This changes everything. And it is hence the name of my second book, which is Game Changer, because (laughs) this stuff really is Plug, 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 yeah. I was going to plug it later, but that's okay. You can do it now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she couldn't wait. Shameless <laughs> plug. Well, it was just a natural segue, right? Um, <laughs> I wasn't meaning to, I promise. I love it. But it is, but it really is a game changer because as experts, often what we know, we've got decades of experience and we know what we know. There is so much complexity to that like inside our brains is like this gorgeous web of brilliance and knowledge and experience yeah. yeah how do you take that out and share it to someone with someone who has none of your experience and knowledge mm. without completely drowning them yes it's a gift it's actually a gift to have that the ability to teach someone yes yeah because we have the tendency because we know all about our field we'll just blurt it out and they'll go i don't understand what one word you're saying Yep, exactly. Explain that again. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, for me, a lot of the time what I'm doing is demystifying the jargon and the language. And often I'll have to ask a client the same question five times before they've got through all the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, that, that's what I needed to hear. Thank you. That's the piece of gold I need. Got it. And that's my job. You know, my job is to look for the gold, to look for the awesome key pieces of information find the remarkable and shine the light on it to just so that, you know, an expert can stand up, use these four models and in five minutes, their audience can understand exactly what they do and how they can help them. And that's, that's what I love about this work. It sounds wonderful because, because I'm so visual, a lot of people aren't, but I'm assuming that they can actually see because it's out there, they can actually see what's going to happen with their business and that Mm. must excite them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to show you some pictures? Are we allowed sure. to do that? Yeah. 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 Sure. All right. Well, here's some I prepared earlier. <laughs> Where's your oven? <laughs> Here we go. All right. So, so yeah, I've mentioned this term visual models. And so this is so basically coming up on the screen now, these are some examples of what I mean when I say visual models. So essentially what it is, is a simplification, a clear and succinct way to communicate complex ideas 
Okay. So, yes, that was just a whole bunch of different client examples coming up. But for each visual model, what we're trying to do is get a message across. And then the model, the models are like a metaphor, right? The shapes are important. Um, We need the branding is important. Uh, You know, each model needs to be in your own branding for your business, etc. And then we actually have four different types of models. So one of the main problems that people face when they think, oh, I need to take what's in my head and turn it into a picture the one of the mistakes people make because they dump everything into one picture and that becomes a dog's breakfast. Oh yeah, absolutely. What I've actually learned is that there are four different types of information. So when we pull it out, we want to channel it into these four different shapes. And and that's where I've got this lovely acronym to help you remember. There are four different types of models. So I um, love acronyms, yes. Helps me remember everything. And this one, and how and how sexy is this one? <laughs> Very I wish I had that body, but anyway. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Awesome. So the first type of model is a success model. So Grace, if you think about, do you like to bake? Yeah. Oh yeah. I love baking. Yes. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Right. So imagine, so imagine you're baking the most delicious cake you've ever baked in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, the success model is what are the ingredients that we're going to put into that cake? Yeah. So your success model is your ingredients list or it's your success criteria for your clients. So to create this model, you want to know, okay, for my clients first, who are my ideal clients and what does success look like for them? And so first we need to be clear about that. And then we think, well, what are the obstacles that get in the way of them achieving that success? And therefore, on the flip side of that, what are the key ingredients for success? And so this is where we're going to give them the ingredients in their recipe. Um, And so, for example, for my clients, a lot of the time um, they're running expert-based businesses, they're professional services. Um, So you might have an accountant or a lawyer or, you know, a marketing agency. And what they're trying to do is to scale up their business. They're going from, you know, maybe they want to expand to more geographic locations or maybe they've been just working one-on-one with their clients and they want to start running more group style things or, you know, run workshops or, you know, be on stage and do things like that. And so to scale up their business, there are four key levers that they can pull on. They can have more people doing the work. They can have products such as books or um, online courses that mean that they can expand or they can implement better systems that help them to expand or they can have the intellectual property assets, which I help them to create, which actually helps them to speed up and accelerate all four of those things. So um, those are the four kind of key levers they can pull on to expand and scale their businesses. So that's an example of a success model. This is another example here where we've got Elaine Hendrick, uh, who is a consultant working in the uh, not-for-profit sector. So she works with organisations to help them actually focus on outcomes. So a lot of the time what happens with organizations is what they are used to reporting and monitoring and tracking is how many participants do we have in the program. So, you know, for example, you might have, uh, you know, we're running a program for people with disabilities and we had 100 people in the program. And so they would measure that as a kind of something they would report on but what Elaine helps people to focus on is actually measuring outcomes which is well yes you had 100 people in the program but how many lives were changed of those people how many reported that things were actually better so it's it's one thing to be in the program but what if it makes no difference so Elaine helps people to actually focus on outcomes-based reporting making sure that Mm. you're focusing on making the difference rather than just doing work doing busy work Yes. Uh, and so that's really, really cool. So these are the four key ingredients that her clients need to master to actually shift towards that outcomes focused reporting. 
For information about the power of a vision board, you can now download my free ebook that I've created about how to make your vision board literally come to life. Just go to gracechevelle.com.au slash resources. The second type of model is the educate model. So this one, if we go back to our analogy of the, the recipe and in that first model, we're talking about uh, it being the ingredients list in your recipe, this educate model is now the method. This is the actions and the doing. So we're going to do this and do this. Yeah. And for people in a service-based business and, or, you know, an expert-based business, our job in a service business is to, we make things better. A client comes to us because they're in pain. They've got a problem and we take them from crap to good. Like that's it. That's <laughs> our it. job is to ch- turn crap into Love good. It. Love it. And, and so the educate model is what is our step-by-step process to get them from crap to good? We do this, we do this, we do this, do, we do this. And so the educate model needs to focus on actions and doing and verbs. So, for example, you know, and a lot of the time with an educate model, we're going to have a linear shape. It's going to go left to right because that's how our brains like to work. Yes. And we're going to have numbered because it's step by step. The the order matters. It's a chronological order. Um, And we do this, then we do this, we do this, we do this. And so this is my five-step process for creating a visual model. First, we extract everything out of someone's head. And so this is like a big brain dump. And then we've got this like pool of information. Which we we have to work out. And we chunk it and we organize it. Yes. And then we draft it into a picture. Then we present it because you need to actually present the model before you know. It's in actually talking through the model out loud to an audience that you realise which bits are clunky. So that step four is really, really important. Uh, and then at step five, that's when we actually go to the graphic design stage and get um, you know, a graphic designer to, to make it look sexy and professional. So that's kind of a, an example of step by step, this is what we do. We do this, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. That's an educate model. And here's another example of an educate model. So this is for um, a broking company, so Integrity Finance Australia. So they, so I was engaged by um, a broker to actually help them put together a proposal because they wanted to be building a referral partnership with an accounting firm so that they would be their go-to broker of choice for their commercial and personal um, yep. lending stuff for their clients. And so this now is the example of this is how specifically Integrity Finance works with clients to deliver high quality service. So this is kind of their point of difference is we have this seven step process that is really client centric and focused on the clients to ensure the outcome. So step-by-step process for those brokers on how they work and how they work together with the accountants to ensure that, you know, it's a seamless service. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it's interesting how it's a different, point process for each business they've obviously got needs you can see this is a lending process so yeah it's great yeah well that's the thing is every single organization should have their own set of four models like it shouldn't have anything to do with anyone else it needs like that's what makes it unique that's your unique methodology this is your point of difference yes and so you don't want to copy anyone else and i never we never look at when I'm working with a client, I may have had five, 10, you know, multiple other clients in the same industry who do the same thing. I never, ever look at or consider any of those other clients when I'm creating with that client. I make sure that I'm extracting exactly what their specific way of doing it is and reflecting that in their methodology so that there's no cross-contamination, you know, it's, it's, it's their tailored, intellectual it's property. tailored specifically for that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And they, and they need to own it as well so yeah yeah you're right it needs to be very unique to each organization yeah 
If you would like more information about goal setting, you can listen to my other podcast, Your Road to Success, where I go into the steps to the power of goal setting and dividing your goals into small actions. This can be found in episodes six and seven. So that was the second model. And then the third type of model is the excite model. So this one's like to get people excited. Um, this <laughs> one is more already. evocative and emotive. Uh, so whereas the, the, the educate model we just looked at is about the actions and the doing, that's pretty practical, right? It's, it's grounded and it's practical. It's, you know, very linear. It's not very exciting. The excite model now, this is about, well, we're going to show people possibilities. Um, and so we can do that by using a bit of a hero's journey structure. So are you familiar with the, the hero's classic hero's journey, Grace? We no. about with storytelling, like a Disney movie, for example, or any movie for that oh. matter, will follow this kind of hero's journey okay. scenario where you have an opening, there's like the, um, you know, the, the beginning of the story, then there's a bit of a build-up, and then there's, boom, this massive complication, <laughs> right? There's a big problem, and then there's a resolution, and then there's a happy ending, right? It's a really classic um, storytelling structure if you like and we can use exactly that sort of structure to deliver a case study story for a model like this so the excite model i can use this model this is one that i've used in my own business i can use this model here to tell my personal story of how i started up my business progressed maxed out at one-on-one was a bit exhausted felt a bit like groundhog day and i wanted to transition into something a bit more exciting i made that transition into my leveraged model now of working and now leveraging and loving it, working less, earning lots more money, having heaps more fun in my business. And so I can use this model to tell my story, but I can also use this model to tell in third person to tell a case study of a client's story as well. So we can use this model then. And then what happens is I, as the expert presents their own excite model, the audience does a self-assessment. The audience will look at this model and go, oh, yeah, I'm at maxed out. I'm pretty exhausted working one-on-one. I am fully, like I've, I've hit a ceiling with my income and I have bigger aspirations. I want, I want to reach more people, right? So they can see I'm, I'm there at maxed out and they go, yeah, I would totally love to be up the top. Yes. And so what happens to human nature when they see a gap? You know this, Grace, <laughs> with your success coaching, right? Yeah. What does human nature want to do when we see a gap? We want to close the gap. We want to close the gap. And so that's the cool thing that happens without us telling them to do that. The audience does this when they see a model like this. They see where they want to be. They see excitement and potential in what's possible. And then they can, you know, setting that as a goal in their heads. I know you love goals. Yes. Um, They're setting a goal in their head. I want to be leveraged and loving it. And then they're also going, okay, well, how close am I to that? Right. And I need to get through that transition. Oh, I also see in transition that the dollars gets less. Hold on. What's going on there? Yes. That's true. Why does money go down when you're transitioning from maxed out one-on-one to this kind of dream? What, what's, that, what's that all about? And so I can use this model as well to name the elephant in the room and say, well, you know, if you've been maxed out all your billable hours, you're at capacity if you're going to start creating new products and intellectual property, you're going to have less billable hours in transition, mm. right? That's just, it's, there are only so many hours in the day, right? right. So yeah. we can name the elephant in the room there and say, your income is likely to drop in transition. So the, the smart thing to do is to get through that transition as fast as you can. As fast as possible. Yeah. 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 And so you see how we can use a model like this to, to, help people understand the urgency 
of doing this well and accelerating through. It's great. It's so visual that people will definitely look at that and go, I'm in that block there. Yeah. I'm in that block there. What can I do to get to up there? Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. All, the mind's already churning. Mm, yeah. And from the expert's point of view as well, they can then use a model like this to deliver huge amounts of um, content marketing pieces, social mm-hmm. media posts. You know, you can do a post that talks about how do you get from startup to progress? How do you get from progress to max out? How, you know, mm-hmm. each of those bits. Yes. Right? You can have so that. much content based yeah. on these models and everything that you do in your business all the content you produce should be based on your models because then it's consistently on message. Yes. And then the audience, the world knows exactly what it is that you do, what you stand for and how you can help them, right? There's zero confusion in the marketplace about how you help. You're definitely very clear on what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very uh, easy for them to understand, I think too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, he, this is just another example of an Excite model uh, for another client. So this is Anne Ellickson who uh, helps people through their spiritual development. Yeah. So obviously you can see now, so the other examples I was showing were more corporate in their branding and their, and their look and feel, but it doesn't matter what it is that you do. If you're helping people get from crap to good, you can use models like this mm. to help things feel more tangible. I mean, often when you're working with someone in spiritual development, it feels yeah. a bit woo-woo and it's intangible and it's hard to explain, yeah. but how cool that you have an expert in this area who can actually show you what they're going to take you through because Anne actually works with those people who've done heaps of personal development work. And then there's like this missing piece and they're like, God, I've done all this work. Why is there still this one thing that keeps eluding me? And she helps to just unlock that last bit and to activate it, awakening and then ultimate power. So that is super, super cool, right? She can very quickly use this model to filter out the people who she really doesn't, who she doesn't want to work with and who she does want to work with. Because if you're at the beginning of your personal development journey, well, you're not ready for her yet because she's, she's helping people just through that last bit. Right. Yep. Um, Oh, I see. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, And yes. And so also you can see that the beginning of this story for when she tells a case study is about a client who is already a success story. They're already a success in the world's mind. Right. So again, you can use this when you're using this um, model to tell a case study or your own own story, you can be using it to filter out the non-ideal clients, the people who you really don't want to work with. Yeah. So so Anne's very, very clear that she wants to work with successful people who have done lots of personal development work. And so we can make sure that we communicate that in the models. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yes, and model. The, the fourth and final <laughs> model, this is about having your clients saying, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> working with you. Oh, my God. So yeah, I couldn't do that in corporate. That's why I left. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can't wait you. to go back in and do that. <laughs> okay so this model we want to show people what are the benefits we're answering that question what's in it for me why should I work with you and so when I'm using this to weave in the story I'll get to this you know we will have shown them how we work what our step-by-step process is what the keys to success are um, what's possible and then in this model saying when you follow this step-by-step process by proven process these are the benefits you get to have a more profitable business your business is more sustainable you've reduced the risk of burnout you've reduced the risk of if you as the business owner are sick the rest of the team can still continue to run the business while you're you know unavailable 
the world doesn't end. You can have a more scalable business. You can have other people coming in and you can expand your reach and how many clients you can serve. And if you want to, you have an exit strategy. You can sell the business because it has actual value even without you as the expert there. And that's how you build a leverage legacy. So this is an example of a yes model that I use for my business. This explains the benefits of creating a signature system. Amazing. And then we can have um, another, this is another yes model example. So this is Stellar Partnerships. Mm-hmm. Stellar Partnerships work with uh, not-for-profit organisations to help them get corporate sponsorships. And it's an area where uh, a lot of organisations struggle because it doesn't work the same way as other fundraising. And so when they work with Stellar Partnerships, they get to attract the right partners that are more profitable because a lot of the time they'll build these corporate partnerships that may get them a lot of publicity but not necessarily bring in money the funding, um, yeah. so we want to have profit as well that's very important but we also do want to build a profile we want to make sure that we're getting out there and getting the publicity and building the profile of the organization and then we want to attract people to work in our organization who are of the highest caliber mm-hmm. and that's how you let an organization gets to expand their impact using corporate partnerships and the stellar partnership method so that allows us to kind of quickly summarize the benefits and why we would want to work with stellar partnerships and engage them to help with corporate partnerships if we're a not-for-profit organization oh terrific yeah there you go and then what we do is we then take the models and you they get to then flow through everywhere grace like you would put them on your website this is an example of a sales brochure that's just sort of flowing up here it's actually elaine hendrick Uh, consulting who we looked at earlier and we take the models and we put them into sales brochures websites online courses everything in our business becomes based then on this signature system so that it's all streamlined you're never reinventing the wheel and you get to work smarter not harder so do you do those brochures for her yes we do yeah Mm -hmm. we we create so we understand that our clients are already busy because they, they come to us when they're already maxed out with and at capacity with their workload and they want to expand and scale. And so they don't have the time to, to do this stuff on their own. They're so busy just dealing with clients and deadlines and all that stuff that they can't prioritize this stuff. Yeah. So all they need to do is spend enough time with me that I can extract everything out of their brain and then me and my team do all the work. So we create the models, we create the sales brochure, we create a free opt-in for them to use. So we create a self-assessment basically that they can use as a lead magnet in their business. And yeah, we, we do it all for them. We do it for them. We even create the slides for the next speaking gig. You know, we just, it's like boom, 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 done. Here's a Dropbox folder with your gorgeous, you know, intellectual property assets, like a big present. It's like Christmas. Oh my God. I love it. I love what you're doing. Thank they you. must love it once you come to them with the, the final product. Ah, oh, we have, um, because my team is all remote, we, we use Slack to communicate internally and we have a channel called Wins and it's just constantly full of feedback from clients of, you know, and it does, it brings tears to our eyes because they just, they love it so much. And sometimes it's laughable how much, you know, how much love we get <laughs> because it's like, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one. Um, it's great. We, we love our work. We love our clients. Mm. We love seeing them win. When our clients win, we win. You know, that's, it, it, it is, it's really fulfilling, meaningful work. And that's, that's what I set out to create when I started my own business and living the dream. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I love the subject of people living their passion. And that's what I want for everybody to create freedom by living their passion. Yeah. Quite a few episodes of the podcast is about that. 
taking action, setting goals, affirmations, visualizations, all that sort of thing. Yeah. So, and if you, especially in these times where unfortunately a lot of people lost their jobs, mm. you know, they're obviously very heartbroken, upset, but in a way, look at it as an opportunity. It could be a new chapter for you. Maybe mm. you weren't meant to be stacking shelves at supermarket. Maybe you were supposed to be doing something else. Um, yeah. So it's about finding, clarifying your life purpose. Mm. And once you find out what that is, there's quite a few steps involved in that too. I don't have visual, <laughs> visual aid for that. But once you find that, it's enlightening because you think, oh, my God, I could do this. I could monetize this particular thing that yeah. I am so good at. Why can't I do that? Mm. And people think that they just don't have the ability to do it, but they do. You yeah. might have to learn something new. You might have to do a course. You might have to whatever, but you can do it. Isn't that true? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I hope you're enjoying Conversations with Grace. If you like, you can also listen to my other podcast, Your Road to Success. It's a motivational step-by-step -step guide, taking you from where you are now to living the life of your dreams. So have a listen. One of my questions was, what have the, been the repercussions of the recent events? But obviously, your business is still thriving and it's doing really yes, well. Yes, we're, we're very, very lucky, as I mentioned earlier. Just the last two months have been our strongest for 12 months. So Fantastic. Well done. Congratulations. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, see, so fingers crossed it continues, right? I hope the world's not about to come cracking down on us because I've got a team to pay. <laughs> so tell me, um, what would you say are your top two favourite books? <laughs> that have empowered you. I knew you were going to laugh. I knew you were going to laugh. Guess what Renee's going to say next? <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Show us your two books, Renee. What's, what All are right. they called? So I wrote this first one in 2015, Share Your Passion. And that's sort of, we've already kind of talked a little bit about that. When I was, um, when I wrote this book, I was actually my service offering was a bit broader. I wasn't just helping people develop their visual models. I was also helping them turn it into um, leverage products. So I was helping people create online courses and workshops and that oh, sort of thing. Right. Okay. Um, I now, you know, I still give people the templates and resources to do that, but I don't, that's not the focus. The focus for me now is, is on the visual model. So that one, yeah, that one's about um, if you want to create an online course, uh, if you want to write a book, then that gives you a seven-step process. Love it. And then this one here is, this is specifically about developing your intellectual property, those four models we, we talked about today and looked at in the, in the visuals. That's, yeah, and that's, that's called Game Changer. Here. Yeah, Game Changer. What does it say? The four visual models you need for clarity, for clarity clients, clients and cash. Love it. I'm doing yeah. that for the benefit of the podcast listeners because they can't see what you're holding. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> And when did three, you three years hosting a podcast? I should know better. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Renee had a podcast as well. So when did you write the last one? Uh, Game Changer was uh, 2019, March 2019. Oh, okay. Terrific. I'll have to. But I wrote it in December 2018. <clears throat> so yeah. How long did, does it actually take you? So this first book, the first draft was two and a half days. This, this book here is 48 hours. Now the reason I can create products like books super fast is because I've already done the hard work of creating the visual yep. models. That's another benefit of the, the visual models themselves. Yep. Yep. When you had someone help you do the hard work of that, well, that's actually all my IP right there. Yes. Then to actually write the book, well, just, just explain those four models and your book is written. It's like seriously fast. Is it doing yeah. well? 
yeah, extremely well. The feedback on the books is yeah. off the charts. They're both um, bestsellers. Um, yeah, they're both they're both doing very well. So, oh, yeah. terrific! I'll have to investigate that now. Thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Okay, so what now for you? Well, the what- silver lining for me in all of this as well is that I've always had in the back of my mind that my four model system. I plan to license that because I can't reach the whole world. I mean, I've got two kids. I don't want to travel all over the world and do. No, I don't want to travel without my family, basically. I did that with my national tours. So I want to license and certify people around the world to learn my four model system and to implement it in organisations all over the world. So I think this coronavirus situation and the lockdown has kind of, for some reason, it's made me bring that goal closer. Um, It was kind of a five or 10 year goal. And now I feel like it's one to three. It feels like, I feel like it's come closer just at the moment. So yeah, that's sort of, that's what's coming next. Um, So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. I mean, licensing and cert, you know, certification programs and that sort of thing. It's a big, hairy, audacious goal, but I also feel like that's what's next for my IP. Yeah. That's my way of expanding and reaching more people because there are so many applications and um, contexts where this four model system will work. So yeah, I can't play small with it. Because you can help so many different types of businesses. You'll just make it fit. Yeah, that's right. Do some variations to each one. Yeah. Well, congratulations on such a wonderful business and helping other businesses. It's great that you're paying it forward and helping people to succeed and achieve their business goals. That's great, Renee. That's great. Lastly, what's the best way for people to contact you? Well, I think the best thing to do, we've just created this brand new, exciting, um, fun quiz on our website. So I think that's the best thing for people to do is go to shareyourpassion.com.au forward slash scorecard. And you'll be able to go through and see how prepared are you to expand your business, your service-based business, and actually make more money and work less. So yeah, it's a scalability scorecard and it's, it's a fun online quiz and you'll get a report sent to you. Back in the day, I don't know if you ever read any of those teenage magazines, Grace, Cleo and Cosmo and did those. Did you ever do those? No, those? not really. Not much. You didn't do those little quizzes? I used to love doing those quizzes. Anyway, um, we all love doing quizzes about ourselves, surely. <laughs> so we kind of, we wanted to create something fun, but also that's valuable. And even just through doing the quiz, you will start to see which things you need to be focusing on to help you expand your business and have a bigger impact so yeah that's a great way to interact with people at the start that's a great impression to have so they go to your website and they complete a quiz that's right yeah so it's shareyourpassion.com.au slash scorecard well thank you so much for joining me today renee that's been really informative i love the work you're doing Thanks, Grace. um, Thank you. I didn't even know that occupation was out there. So, (laughs) no. Well, that's the thing. If someone says, "What's your job title?" I'm like, "Oh, oh my God, where do I start?" (laughs) Yeah, it's not like you know. I can say doctor, everyone knows what it is, or you know, I can't say doctor or nurse or lawyer or accountant. Like everyone knows what they mean. Like no one knows what a visual model specialist means. (laughs) Yes, exactly. We'll hope to talk to you again soon, and we'll have another chat and see where your business is at and what you're up to. Sounds great, Grace. Thank you. (laughs) Bye for now. You've been listening to Conversations with Grace, the podcast. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join me next week for another episode of Conversations with Grace, Journeys to Entrepreneurship. For more information, you can go to gracechevelle.com.au. Thank you so much for listening.